Welcome to Top Landing Gear and to our series of interviews from the 2021 Bournemouth Air Festival. We were extremely honoured to be invited to the festival's opening ceremony, which was attended not only by some of the show's participants, but also by some top brass, among whom was Air Vice Marshal Simon Edwards, Assistant Chief of the Air Staff. A former Hercules and C-17 pilot, he's now responsible for Astra, the RAF's future strategy. Yet despite being such an incredibly important and impressive figure, he was quite happy to talk to Top Landing Gear. Now, we'd had a rather early start that morning, having set off from our homes at the crack of dawn, and so may not have been at our sharpest. Still, we hope that having a former RAF pilot in our ranks in the impressive shape of James Cartner might have stood us in good stead in such elevated and illustrious company. You be the judge. So I am Air Vice Marshal Simon Edwards. I'm, uh, I'm the Assistant Chief of the Air Staff in the Royal Air Force. Okay, uh, what do we call you, Air Vice Marshal? AVM? You Sir. must call me Simon. <laughs> well, you must call yeah, me Simon. I have nicknames yeah. too, but we won't, we won't discuss those. <laughs> James, what rank were you dismissed under? I got almost that high. I was flight lieutenant. So, flight um, lieutenant? Yes, pretty, so pretty much up there. Very much, sir, to you. Uh, Simon, it's great to see you here at Bournemouth, and great that the show is going ahead, bearing in mind everything that's been happening over the past few years. But how valuable, how important are events like air shows uh, to the Air Force? Extremely valuable. Any air show, any opportunity to get out and 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 explain to people what we do, not just show them the hardware and that that side of things, which is really important, and that's if you like one of the main reasons people come, but also to to talk to people, to see our own people. It's a family affair, aviation, isn't it? You know the sense you get at an air show to get together, to have a good catch up, explain what we're up to, and actually talk to other people, and particularly young people about you know what how they might want to get involved there's something there's nothing like an air show for inspiring people and really firing up the conversation about aviation and that's why they're so important do you find kids are fairly good at coming forward and and do have a, a a real thirst to learn about aviation i'm constantly impressed with um with the generation that, that's coming up. You know, we talk in the Air Force about the next generation on Air Force and we talk about platforms, we talk about swarming drones, we talk about future combat systems. But the thing we absolutely have to continually talk about is the people. And when you, when you get out and about and you, you talk to young people, um, you always find them fired up and enthusiastic. And I love to see that and to see the effect that an air show like this has on that. That conversation, it's just brilliant. And I suppose the fact that people have been starved of this for, for the last 18, 20 months, uh, it's a good, good opportunity to get, to get back out there. You must be looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is a bit like getting, getting your mates round again, yeah. isn't it? Or, you know, having a, you know, someone in the family has chosen to get everyone round, and yeah. today it's Bournemouth, and how pleased are we all to, to see that? I mean, anyone who's had anything to do with making today possible... Um, they should be massively pleased with themselves and proud of what they've done because, you know, we all know how hard it is to construct a day like this. Goodness knows how long the planning of this has been going on for. And then you put the pandemic on top of that. You know, it doesn't just make it more difficult. Um, They've probably had to speak to more people. I guarantee there's been, you know, um, organisations that wouldn't normally touch the planning for this who've been absolutely crucial to pulling it off. And hats off to all of them. It's just brilliant. You've got what four teams here? If you RAF, uh, sorry, the the uh, Red Arrows, the BBMF, the Chinook, and, and the Typhoon. Mm. How do you decide how many teams you would deploy 
for want of a better word, at an air show? Because there's always a question of cost and there'll always be someone saying, well, why is the RAF wasting their money, uh, you know, having a bit of fun at air shows? Now, air shows are a really important part of our engagement um, with the public and with our public. Um, and there's absolutely right that we get out there and, and show people what we're about. And you just can't do that without the aircraft themselves mm. and the people. And you've seen here the RAF village that's here. Mm. That responsibility to engage, show people what we do. Because it tells an important story. If you think about the recent activity in Afghanistan, you see professionalism, you see teamwork, you see dedication, you see excellence. Well, you're going to see that here today in a different format, in a different environment. But that's what we're all about. And it's absolutely right that we show that to people. As far as recruitment is concerned, obviously you're constantly recruiting, constantly looking for, for new um, people to come and join the, the armed forces, particularly the RAF. How is it working at the moment, for example, for, for pilot recruitment and, and, and the flying roles and the ground roles? What, what are the sort of... Are people looking at long wait times now or, or is it, are things picking up? Well, I don't have the latest figures on any of that, I'm afraid. No. Um, but I could, of course, get back to you if you want to talk about another time. Um, when it comes to recruiting, um, it all starts with people knowing we're out there. Yeah. And this is a part of that. Um, I, I have found nothing to tell me that there aren't there's a real appetite for people to take a real interest in what we do mm-hmm. all of the armed forces particularly the royal air force there's no shortage of people inspired by what we do and of course the air show today i hope will reach out to people who haven't perhaps considered themselves to be part of the aviation community um, because it offers so much to so many mm-hmm. um so uh, i think that anyone considering um uh taking an interest and applying for an armed forces career particularly a royal air force career that they should absolutely go for it we are interested in you yeah. and we will have something now for is, you now is a good time to go for it it's no it, there's no better time yeah i mean i remember when i was at air shows mm-hmm. you know as a, as a as a teenager 14 15 inspired to consider a career in aviation i never thought i would you know find myself joining the Air Force, um, being a pilot as it happens, but it could have been any one of so many roles, and here today being able to, to express that pride that I've had in my career, and I would, I, would, I would ask anyone out there who's thinking about, you know, is that maybe for me? Well, mm-hmm. do you know what? Come and find out more. And because of the RAF's nature, it's so multifaceted in terms of, it's incredibly technical, it's not just about aeroplanes, it's, it's, it's uh, hugely technical, presumably your appeal actually could be much wider than people realise in terms of recruitment. You know, if you're yeah. if you're a bit of a computer guy, mm. you wouldn't necessarily think that that's the RF is the way forward. But actually, that could be exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, well, you kind of do my job for me. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm any fencing done. Well, what people can't see when they're listening is me nodding as you're talking <laughs> because you've hit the nail on the head there. Um, we are we, we we often say we're a technical service, right? So we are aircraft. We are we talk about people first. We deliver air and space power to protect our nation through our people, through our aircraft, and then through our networks, our data, our technology, and all of that stuff. We are constantly modernising, and we always need people to join us on that journey. It's something we call our Astra journey, getting the air force where it is today to where it needs to be. It's no, you know, per Ardua ad Astra, through difficult times to get to where we want to be. Um, and I mean, if I look at jobs and roles and professions in the Royal Air Force today, 
um, from when I joined, there are so many that just did not exist. And actually, anyone out there, I would say, there are, there are people yet to join the Air Force who are yet to serve in ways that we haven't even thought of. You know, the four of us here of a certain age, you know. Uh, 24. Uh, yeah, 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 right, okay, fine. Uh, you're not fooling anyone. Good job there's no camera on you. But, 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 but really, you know... Um, you're right that that technological thing we need we need coders we need uh planners we 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 need people who are up for a challenge and what i would say is part of an incredibly professional team that offers you so much and is interested in what you can offer it so um yeah it's it's remarkably broad uh, what the Royal Air Force can offer anybody. So you don't think we should be sad that maybe we're losing some of our aircraft? And you know, from, from a non—I'm not military, uh, but I, I, I love the service. You know, I, I look back at the, the war, the Second World War, and I see the, the huge aircraft numbers we had post-war and the Cold War. And I think, gosh, we're a, we're a microcosm of that. But maybe that's not important. We shouldn't we shouldn't hang on to those things too much. We should look very much forward and what the RF can offer as much as an employer but also obviously in the protection of the, the country yeah. Yeah. so we, we our whole purpose of the Royal Air Force is to deliver air and space power to protect the nation that is what we are for um, and so to do that we've got to keep locking up and looking out um, and so that the Air Force today has to change it has to modernise we have to embrace technology and make the most of it and so we do see numbers changing but it's all about the capability that we can offer um, I mean, we saw the A400M uh, alongside C-17 and C-130 in Afghanistan last week doing amazing things and using some of its systems in ways that just wouldn't have been possible before. So um, it's not just about numbers, it's about capability. Yeah. And uh, what we can do with what we've got is remarkable. We punch above our weight? We always punch above our weight, <laughs> and that is thanks to the people who make it possible. Definitely. You just look at how people went about their business yeah. in the last few weeks. You know, Front page incredible. of every newspaper. Yeah. And yeah. rightly so. Yeah, quite and, right. and not just the Air Force, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. A huge team effort. But, uh, but yeah, a very Mostly the Air Force. Too. Mostly the Air Force. <laughs> well done, James. So, uh, thank you so much for t- I'm going to call you Air Vice Marshal because it sounds so much more impressive yeah. than Simon. Yeah. No offence. I still don't think that. I'm glad you do. We're easily impressed. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for your time. My pleasure. Thank, thank you very you. much for your time thank as well. You. Thank Thanks you so much. Cheers. Well, huge thanks to everyone who took time to talk to us. And remember, you can hear more interviews from the Bournemouth Air Festival and all our Top Landing Gear podcasts wherever you normally get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on social media at Top Landing Gear and get in touch with us by email at info at toplandinggear.com. That's info at toplandinggear.com. Two Gs. Thanks for listening. <laughs>